Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you? Happy almost New Year. Happy New Year's Eve. I know. Happy New Year's Eve to you, too. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, as you can see, we're in a little bit of a different location. You're in your office. Yes, I am. Beautiful Santa are you, are Manhattan Beach. Where are you? At? I'm at uh, that theater where they do the Oscars. Because, you know, it's a year-end thing. Yes. Right? And I just thought, what's inappropriate? This is where, you know, you talk about all the people who've gone before and all the actors who can't be here and then all the actors that are behind us at all times. Right. Right? Or, yeah. Anyway, I was just talking about how everyone's got COVID brain. Everyone does have COVID brain, even if they haven't had COVID brain. <laughs> right, literally. But literally. I'm just saying, it's like when you drive around the streets, I mean, people are, people no longer obey any signs. They just, you know, cut through. It's like they're in a yeah. hurry. You know, cars go U-turns everywhere. Crazy. Yeah, I, I actually looked at, you know, I was... I always want to know. That sounds really funny coming from me. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. And when I looked at it this for um, 2021, obviously it doesn't take an intuitive to say your year is going to get better. <laughs> Hello. Right. I didn't God forbid if the message was no. Right. But what I am grateful for is all the things that I've learned over this last year. I've had to learn to be patient. I've had to learn to be kind, kind to myself, kind to my family. Um, I've had to learn that it's not my, it's, it's not my doing, or how would I explain this? It's the best way to fight anything is to fight it with a stance of love to no, fight no. anything is with with stance of love well that's beautifully put well because i realized how much time i wasted trying to reason you know reason with the family member when all i needed to do was love them unconditional love very hard when we got a lot of conditions going on around us it is so challenging and but it really, you know, we were told like Mork and Mindy just came in. <laughs> Robin oh, like, oh, Robin, we haven't talked to Robin in a while. Robin, he, happy he, new year, he brother. Said, he goes, that's what he said. He's like, love, love. And like to really appreciate love or in order to have peace in your household, you have to have peace within yourself first. It's the whole mask thing, you know, put the mask on and then. Have peace within yourself. Yeah. I, I, somebody wrote to me on Quora today. They were talking about, you know, this year and review, reviewing their own year. And they, and this is just a funny thing. The guy said, but I discovered you. I discovered your work, you and Jennifer's work. I, you know, I read Hacking the Afterlife and I read, you know, all these things about the flip side. And he said, and it's transformed my life. And so I just want to thank you. And so my reply to that was, Dad, you got to stop posting on Quora because people are going to think we're not related. I'm kidding. My dad's I on the flip that. side. I know. But, but you know, I, listen, it kind of, you get compliments anywhere you can, but it's true. It's not, you know, I know there's no reason to be thankful to me or you. It's the idea yeah. of we're talking about things that anybody can do, that anybody can open the door. 
anybody can explore in the same fashion, you know, talking to their mom, talking to their dad. And one of the greatest things about that, sorry to interrupt, one of the greatest things oh, about that that I've learned, because I am so, I've been so busy, but I, I love working, A, because, you know, I go to my office, which I love, and nobody's in my building, and um, even if it's on Zoom for seven hours, it doesn't matter, but I've worked more this year than I've ever worked, but it's not because they have needed me. It's not because someone needs me. It's because there's more people that are awake. Wow, that's interesting. I, I haven't done more. I have, I've done less advertising. I've done less, you know, I've had, I haven't had to do anything to really get those clients other than they meet, you know, my favorite, a lot of my favorite clients come from you, Richard, come from this podcast. Well, and, from the audience from behind the, me. <laughs> and I have learned, but I think people are so much more awake. Like it was so, you know, a couple of years ago, like when you and I started doing this work, mediums were still like oh, oh a medium like people didn't know how to comprehend what that really meant yeah and, and intuitive and now it is so mainstream and i and it, i believe it was before but i think more people again are awake to wanting to know more hey there, there's a creature this is the first time she's ever done this so bonnie is there something you want to say to the people on the flip side <laughs> oh don't walk that way you're gonna you're gonna oh you are you're knocking us off okay well wait a minute hold That's on good. there we go it happens obviously bonnie wants to say something or she wants me to stop talking that's probably what she wants and let none of her talk <laughs> no i i value all the people that have come to me as clients, as friends, um, you know, it's not that they believe in me, they believe now in themselves. Well, um, just they one example. I mean, Bonnie just interrupted us, the cat, mm -hmm. and Jennifer and I discovered together, uh, I think, that you can communicate with animals that are no longer on the planet. I mean, it's a Absolutely. huge, huge door to open up for people. I talked emotionally, to yesterday. And, and she spoke to my old boss, my mentor, Robert Town, the guy who wrote Chinatown. And we showed him that it was possible to converse with his dog, who yeah. was who I used to walk for like three years. And so when Jennifer was saying, he's telling me he's seeing you walking him around a movie lot. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I used to do. But those, we, but showing Robert that it was possible right. to speak. And so I think yesterday he had a chance to chat briefly with his mom. And, you know, so we had a conversation about that as if it was normal. Right. Here he is calling me up and saying, you know, well, you know, I was talking to my mom yesterday and I was uh, this insight and that insight. And I thought, well, this is the future. hundred years from now, people will have these conversations. It'll be normal to say, I talked to my mom. I talked to my dad. I talked to my dog. I talked to these people and they told me to stop worrying about what I'm worrying about or right. to take it easy or to be more gentle or to give more love to other people like Robin stopping in to saying love, love. Look, people who've read our book, Backstage Past the Flip Side, they know that Robin Williams shows up often yes. and always with love and always with comedy. And they, they're so funny. Like, yes, always with comedy, always with love. And every time I looked into, cause I like to do predictions, which you can't stand. <laughs> well, uh, but, I love you, but I, I just want I people know, to know, know that know, the future has likely outcomes that Jennifer might know what they are. That's okay, so, but what came through over and over and over again was not only be kind to yourself and be kind to one another. They're saying, 
you know, not only love yourself, but send out love because in order to receive love, you have to like, okay, another, I'll just use an example. How many people that have won the lottery, they lose everything. Right. Right. Well, that's That's right. 90%. The statistics show. If you do not sustain the energy to receive it, if you don't sustain the energy to receive it, like a relationship that goes away or like a job that doesn't work out, you get the job, but if you don't sustain the energy to receive it and to hold on to it, it goes away. And something else along those lines that you mentioned before is the same way. Giving love. love, Well, the idea to get more love, you have to give, you have to make the space for more love. Correct. To come into your life. So to, to make that space, you have to give it. So giving things away. So if you won a million dollars and you mm-hmm. gave it away, you'd continue to get more because you've made the space for that to come in. You've Absolutely. mentioned that many times. It, I didn't remember that, but yes. But if, well, I, you know, thank God. That's why I have a camera <laughs> so, and I write things down. So Luana, we have, I think we have someone in the wings that we would like to speak to today. Uh, I invited somebody and Lou, it's up to you whether this guy made it onto your list or whether Is he president by chance. Did you say, say name the president? Nixon. Oh, no, not that. Not that president. Okay. No, no you- but there is a there is a president who shares this guy's first name. And I thought, well, if she, if she mentions the president, the new one, okay. the new one. Well, that's I always get shown Nixon when I think of presidents okay yeah i was and only, you see, only because, no no only because of the current president right now that's being but i want the audience to understand i'm i just led her into that answer and the reason i yeah. can do it is because we've been doing this for six years she's proven to me beyond any shadow of my doubt there's nothing on my clipboard but my point is is that we have to interpret together so today i'm thinking how is she going to get this guy she doesn't know this guy and I thought because it's the president, it's current president that's here now. So uh, there are other ways for us. And she could have shown and we talked about this last week. You saw an orange and referred to your grandfather. Yeah. This is in this case, I thought, well, if she mentions the president, the guy that we want to talk to shares that first name. So let's allow that still Jennifer doesn't know who I want to talk to. But let's allow that this guy's name is Joe. OK. okay? And I, I need to ask Luana. The person who's in charge of the VIP list on the flip side, does this person, Joe, want to come and talk to us? Yes. Okay, he does. And now I'm going to interview Joe. Audience, I have no idea who he's talking about. You have no idea who I'm talking about, and I will not let you know until it becomes painfully obvious. Because the audience doesn't know who he is either, honestly. But I want Joe to come forward. And first of all, I want to thank him for allowing us to interview him. Okay. Can and I ask one thing? Is he a football player? Nope. Okay. He's not a football player. But, you know, on the flip side, people do all kinds of things. Yeah, I'm not going to make that fit. I was just, I know Joe Namath lives, is here. But yeah, I he's here. All right. Well, the, yeah, no, this is not, uh, seriously, you don't know this Joe. You will mm-hmm. not know this Joe, honestly. And until... Like I say, we'll see. We'll see what information we can get from Joe. But I, this is an interview for Joe on Joe's behalf and also on his family's behalf. So, Joe, um, do, would you show Jennifer? First, let me ask you, my friend, who was there to greet you when you crossed over? He says father and sister. Father and sister. Okay. 
And I'm going to let Jennifer know that you passed away in 2005. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about how you passed, but I want to leave it up to you, sir, if you want to show her what the incident of your passing was. It's really hard without the last name. Well, here's the thing. I also don't want him to go down this path if he doesn't want to. Right. I don't feel like it was supposed to happen. Joe, do you want me to tell you your last name? Will that help her? I guess not. I guess not. Okay. Yeah. I, so let's talk about what you did for a living. Yeah. Okay. I know. Here's Apple. Okay. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Okay. Very good. So at some point, Joe worked with Steve Jobs. Okay. I saw a computer. So they showed me a computer and they showed me all the systems within the computer. Okay. That's correct. With companies. That's and correct. It felt like, and it felt like security. So you showed me security earlier. Well, okay, well I think I think I see that reference, but let's Joe, let's get to what you did for a living, because you were not a computer guy per se, but you were a guy who eventually started working with Steve Jobs in your occupation. Was he like a mentor? Yes, Steve Jobs was a mentor to this guy. Absolutely. <laughs> instead of thinking about it let's you know Luana I need your help here so the reason we're going to talk to Joe today is because of an obscure reference that Joe appeared in a movie recently that Jennifer and I have both seen uh, about the flip side okay all right I think I know what you're talking about so Joe has is a there's a reference to Joe in this movie because of Joe's experience working with the company that made the movie. Does that help you? Yeah, Pixar. Okay, yeah. very good. All right, I said it, but you know, listen, not everybody's gonna get that, but Pixar was owned by Steve Jobs. Right. Right? So Joe worked at Pixar. Joe, so I'm gonna ask you some questions, Joe, even though Jennifer, I'm not gonna make Jennifer think of the titles of the movies that you worked on even though you could show uh, that to I just saw Cars. That's his movie. Okay. He, he wrote Cars. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. You wouldn't know that. You don't know his name. Joe wrote Cars. His last name is Ranft, R-A-N-F-T. You don't know. So Joe made Cars and he passed away in a car that he was not driving. Okay. Huh. So, but, but that aside, than that tragic event. I want to talk to you about some people on the flip side. So you you were greeted by, did you say your, who who greeted you when you crossed over? His father and his sister. Father and your sister. And was that a, was that a happy reunion or was that sad or what was that like? He said surreal. I, I felt like him and his father were lost or like there was something with his father. Were they not connected, you mean, or or they both felt like they were some in some surreal place? It felt like they hadn't seen each other in a while. So it was unusual to see him. At what point did you become comfortable with seeing your dad? Immediately. Like, it's like all those feelings that rush into you all at once. Okay. And um, so... 
your family, you had a family that you left behind. If there's anything you want to say to them. Hold on a second. He says they're doing great. Besides the COVID thing, it feels like they're doing great. And a brother. You have a brother that also works in the industry. To hang in there. He needs to hang in there. Um, I felt like things were breaking down or things were breaking up for his brother that's working in the industry. Um, so he would know what that means. He's saying to hold on tight. Hold on tight. Okay, very good. I'm going to throw some names at, at you, Joe, and I just want you to react if you run into them. Windsor McKay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Yes. And what was that like? Briefly. Um, he was really busy. <laughs> really <laughs> busy? What, answering questions? I don't know. He had a lot to do, I guess. Eric Larson. I feel this great love with Eric Larson for some reason. Okay, that's correct. Eric was his mentor. Okay. And, and would you show uh, Jennifer where Eric worked and where you guys met before Pixar? Microsoft? Well, begins with an M. Mickey okay. Mouse. Okay, yeah. Disney. Disney. <laughs> Classic leading. But that you guys worked at, well, I don't know if you ever worked. I don't think you ever worked at, at Microsoft, but I know, you know, Eric was your mentor. Well, they did. That's another thing that, of course, they showed me the online. I just thought of Microsoft because that's what we were doing. I didn't yeah. Think yeah. And no. so, Joe, you were responsible. You were the story editor when 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 Pixar began. Um, Jennifer may know this name. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. But is there anything you want to say to John Lasseter? I wouldn't want to be in his shoes at the moment. Okay. Do you know what he's referring to? Jennifer? He might be sick. I don't know. But you don't know what he's referring to. Okay. I know what he's referring to. Okay. So I just, for the audience, so that they, those who know who John Lasseter is, know what's been going on in his life in the past couple of years. And it's been a maelstrom because he was the head of Pixar and now he's not. So I wouldn't want to oh, be in his shoes. I wouldn't want to be okay. in his shoes. That's so weird. That, okay, but I just want to point out that Jennifer didn't know what happened with John Lasseter. I still don't know who this guy is. But, but okay, Joe, but I want you to give John some advice from the flip side. Create your own. Do what Steve Jobs did in making Pixar, create your own. Create your own company. Is that what you mean? Yes, instead of feeling like you've been shut out. Create your own world. And make it for like commercials, like instead of movies, maybe make it for commercials or make it for short. For short shorter. films, that's fine. And, mm. and Joe was also famous for creating short, some great short films. And that's how he came to the attention of Disney. And the reason I chose this backdrop is because he was nominated for an Oscar. Do you want to show her what film that was for? Because the just put an image of somebody in her mind. Pixar film. 
Right. Don't say, okay. Yes, that's it. Just say it. Toy Story? Yes. <laughs> Why are you resisting what he's telling you? Because you said, hey, well, whatever. Okay. I didn't say Toy Story. You did. But Joe, here's what I want to talk to you about. I just want to establish who you are for our viewing public. You're Joe Ranf. You're the guy who helped create Pixar. Uh, you worked on quite a few of the films. You did the voice of a character of Heimlich and Bugs Life. And of course you wrote Cars and you were involved with Toy Story and Nemo and Buzz Lightyear apparently was fashioned after you. It's all really wonderful stuff. But your friend, Pete Doctor, what would you want to tell him? To not go through a breakup. Okay. Do you mean emotionally, like with a relationship, or are you talking about a company or work? Work related. Work related. Okay. And now I want to ask you a little bit I'm about. Not, I'm getting it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, Joe. Anything else for Pete? To stay strong and hold your head up high. So, Jennifer doesn't know who Pete is, which is why I love doing these conversations. Uh, the audience may, uh, and Joe certainly does. So this movie, Soul, that was recently, which Jennifer's seen and I've seen, there's a moment in the film, you've seen it twice, and there's a moment in the film when 22 is being led through, or she's leading Tina Joe. Yes. Sorry? Tina Fey is being led through. Tina Fey. Well, Tina Fey is leading Joe. Now that I think about it, did they name this character after you? Joe? Isn't his name in the movie Joe? It's the main character. Yeah. Joe, did they name it after you? I have the chills. Yeah, he thinks so. And how were you influential in helping Pete, Pete Doctor write this story? Because Pete wrote it along with two other writers. He was influential in the editing process. Very good. In terms of an homage to Joe, not only the character's name, but in a moment, 22 is lead, leaning uh, Joe through her cubbyhole. And there's a list of all the names of the mentors that she's dealt right. with. And you kick to the side, Amelia Earhart. Right. Joan of Arc, mm -hmm. Aretha Franklin. They're so funny too. The way but they're all people that we've talked to in class. And now they're coming down on, they. I have the chills so bad, I can't like. So was and, that- And for the audience, when you get the chills, that is them trying to get your attention. Resonance, frequency resonance, yes. like a string being plucked. Yes. Correct. Um, but uh, so listen, everybody on the, in our classroom, what did you guys think of the movie Soul? Did you think it was accurate or what did you think about it? I mean, I know you've all seen it. I think you have, because Jennifer's seen it. It was better that they said it was better than accurate. Better than they, accurate. It's, they dumbed it down, which was perfect. Perfect dumbing down. Well, the idea of the before, oh. there's the great beyond. Right. And, and they talk about the great before, which, of course, you know, before we decide to incarnate, before we our conscious energy comes to the planet and we decide who we're going to be. 
which is what we've been talking about here for forever. But so in that scene where all those name tags are on there, right there in the smack dab in the middle, you can't miss it, Joe Ranft. Oh, wow. Yeah. So who inspired that? Because I'm like, okay, I got so mad that we were talking to this Joe guy because I'm like, we need to talk about energy. We need to talk about how, because energy is like a currency. And you want to be able, like, that was the main thing that I wanted to talk discuss with people is that everyone knows energy affects you and to choose, you know, to choose wisely. So I think it's fascinating. And I apologize for being mad at you in my head. <laughs> well, I missed it, but just shows that we don't plan these things out. But, but, you know, look, inspirationally, I asked Luana this morning, you know, does Joe want to talk to us? And I got, uh, something along the lines of of course he does like what are you asking me but you know it was funny as i laughed at it and i thought well of course I Joe, head, that's why even but, getting in my head that sure that's... but this this is how we work together you're you're mm -hmm. really like a signal that i gotta keep turning and then mm -hmm. eventually your connection becomes so direct that you start answering things before i can even say them but the point is that we're talking to Joe Rand, somebody who passed away 15 years ago. He's got a lovely family. I want to say their names correctly, Jordan and Sophia, his wife, uh, Susie, and his brother, Jerome. There are people on the planet, I don't know them, and I don't want to offend them in any way, because of course, around the holidays, you think about your loved one, you think about your family, you think about connecting to them. And now here's this movie that is about how to connect to people. It's not about talking to mediums, obviously, but it's allowing that there's a possibility that there's another realm or understanding or the great before or the great beyond, other than just here. And now we're demonstrating it, literally. Having Joe answer questions about his journey. And now let me ask you, have you seen Walt? <laughs> that's funny um he said yes but he he like he's like he's kept out of the class like he has he's not well this is not his thing no it's not that i don't know they're making a joke about it that he doesn't get to come and he's not cool enough to come to the class <laughs> he's not on the vip list well hold on a second though i mean sure of course he has he just showed me literally like thoughts going from walt to Joe, to somebody here on the planet and back. That's like, great. You don't quit creating here. You, you create even more over there. It's like a race to get, it's so interesting. It's like a blueprint for your next life when you're over there. And so you mentioned uh, a fondness for Eric Larson who also worked with Walt just, and knew Walt. What was interesting is when you said Eric Larson, I was flooded with love. Like that's how they felt towards one another. That's wonderful. And so just describe that, Joe. What was that like running into Eric? Did he, how did he look? Did he look? He, he pulled me out. Um, hold on. Oh, so he died after Joe died, correct? Uh, I, Eric, I think died before Joe, yeah. Before. Probably in the 90s, I think, 80s. That would be the only other choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. all right why i said that was because i saw him pulling somebody out so i didn't know who it was i didn't know if it was Eric. oh you saw joe pulling eric out of a line or out of a is that what you mean? Of, no coming in to this you know oh, the flip side yeah well eric would have been there to pull him out yes 
Well, that's a question I have for you, Joe. Were you pulled out before the end yes. of the car accident? Yes. Okay. Again, an example of two seconds before. There was no way he was going to survive it, and they just yanked him out. It's an example of Jennifer answering the question before I could say it. I started to say, "Were you pulled out before?" And she didn't know I was going to say the car crash, but I did mention crash earlier. But still, she answered the question, and so. Two minutes or two seconds, did you say? I'm sorry, I interrupted seconds. you. Two seconds. seconds. They're showing me the velocity of how fast or whatever, however, like just boom. And so, and you don't know what happened, Jennifer. You don't know, but you're seeing it now. Now, there were three people in the car, Joe, and I just want to give you a chance if you want. Uh, your friend Eric was in the car with you. They showed me just like jumping up going, oh, how, how come that happened? Like so pissed off. Like, yeah. And then one survived. It felt like such a stupid mistake. Oh, the other person who didn't survive was the driver, a woman, Alegba. Eric survived. My, my apologies. So let's okay. just clarify. Are you, are you, Joe, are you yeah. saying you and Alegba were there saying, anyway, no, I don't want to. Even with Eric being on this side, I just saw them both going, damn it, like so pissed off. That I it, see. Okay, that would make sense. You, just for people to understand, two thirds of our consciousness is always back home. So yeah. some form of us is always there. So he, he, like the driver, it, they don't blame the driver though. Aligba. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was Joe's car and she was driving. And, but Joe, let me just ask you, what happened? Was it a... How? It, felt like it actually felt like, okay, they were going too fast and it felt like there was something that, um, like a malfunction of something. Of the car. The car. Oh, I know the road well and uh, my mother was terrified on it. It's Route 1 going it, north. Okay, I thought it was Maholland. No, like Mah Route 1, you know, up by Santa Cruz, up, you yeah. know, that area. And you know, when it gets really clifty, I think, uh, I forget the name of the town. Mountainville. I don't know. Anyway, car went off the cliff, that nightmare that everybody has when they drive on those cliffs. Um, so there was that. So the, I'm, but I just want to clarify two seconds before the, the car hit, you were out of there. Yes. But Eric survived and went through the sunroof and swam to the surface. Have wow. you, have you had any conversations with Eric in his dreams or anything since then? I don't know what happened to he him. Has re, he has a reoccurring nightmare. I think he's up. It almost feels like he's up there. That seems I don't know. And I don't want to, you know, his family, friends. I don't want to. It's something that's stayed with him. He had severe survivor's guilt. I see. Well, you know, it's a it's one of those weird. So let me ask you this, Joe, because I have you. Was this incident planned in advance? Yeah. OK. And was it planned before you came to the planet? Yes. And was it related to your journey over many lifetimes? <laughs> yes. All I'm right. sorry, I'm laughing because it's not okay to laugh about this. He's saying that it is, he's like, I didn't want to die. I didn't want to get sick again and die. I wanted a different way to die. So for the for the people tuning in, we've heard this before, exit ramps that people have in their journey 
and they can stick it around to the, the very end. But you do have an option, as yeah. weird as it sounds, to depart there's early. Several, yes, there's several options with that. And we heard that from Prince. We talked to Prince about that, that there were earlier times in his life he could have exited, but he, he didn't. And then at some point, he felt that he had done everything he could possibly do, and he took that ramp off the planet. I'm not losing you too soon, am I? Soon, but not too soon. Mm, a few have, more minutes. Another couple. A couple more. All right, very good. I, I just wanted to introduce the audience to Joe and have this really unusual conversation. So back to the movie Soul, mm -hmm. Joe. Um, so in terms of percentage, what? They're very proud of the way it was received. And in terms of percentage wise, just a weird question. How accurate is it? 50%, 75, 20. Okay, it's twofold. So they're saying it's like 98% accurate for this dimension. Wow. And that if we knew of like that on the surface level, so there it's like 98% right. So get, let me, give me a second. Um, but if we knew about the multiverse, the universe, all the different realms, like, realms, it'd probably be 15% right. <laughs> because there's just so much more information. So how did Pete Doctor come upon this information, Joe? Did you help him or did, or did he, somebody else help him? Is that a medium? that he's working with on the planet? It's allowed. It's like, so, it'd be like he went to a medium, not believing it, and then came out of like, and then got his information that way. Very good. Do we know this medium? Does Jennifer know the medium? I'm like a little experience of that. Yeah, does Jennifer know this medium? Is it a man or a woman? No. It was somebody a long time ago, he says. It wasn't like somebody knew. Something, something happened a long time ago. And over the years, he's compiled the information. It's okay. funny. I was talking to the former head of Paramount Studios about this work. And he said, back when he was there, uh, the head of the studio had a medium on staff who yeah. would come in and talk about how the box office was going to do back in those days. Isn't that funny? Maybe. Anyway, so... Um, so Joe, anything else you want to tell the planet about your journey, about your path? Are you coming back soon? Um, He's waiting for everybody with open arms. And how can they reach out to you? What's the best way? What's the best method for your family and friends through the heart? And what would that be like a meditation or? Just think of it by you think it's like your thought bubbles. Then they have like a message that gets sent to them and then they're there. It's like that, it's it's literally it's literally just saying, hey, I want to talk to you. Give them a few, you know, a little, I mean, it's instantaneous because they're connected to you. They're always tethered in some way, but that door isn't always open on this side, but the right. act of opening the door up and knocking on that door and asking them to show you a sign, show you, I don't know, music. And a sign could be in the form of music, like energy. Right. Yeah. Could be in the form of running into Jennifer on the street somewhere and saying, oh, I think I know you. You are so funny. <laughs> um, it could be a scent, flowers. It could be, a, like you said, a picture. 
music is so important. Like the music, like the like it was portrayed in the movie. And then um, anything that connects you. I, you know, I've gotten a lot of emails from people who've seen the movie on Disney Plus and said, oh, my God, <laughs> this is exactly what you and Jennifer are talking about. Yeah. And now we heard it here. The review is in from Joe Rath. Excellent film. Is that what you said, Joe? It's 98% correct. Um, yeah. Who would you single out for a performance just uh, of anybody there? I'm sorry. You know, who would you single out for their stellar performance would it be would pete doctor i just saw i just saw what's his name not chris rock is it chris? who was the who was the who played uh, joe yeah. uh it was the actor who played ray charles somebody in our class you, you don't remember his name the actor who played uh, ray charles <laughs> ray ray come on forward and tell us who played you in the movie jamie is it jamie fox jamie fox thank you Where'd you get that? Your cell phone? No, I was writing Jamie <laughs> oh. right here. Oh, I very good. I was I was about to look it up. So Ray Charles, thank you for stepping in and giving us Jamie Foxx's name. <laughs> How cool is that? I just think it's lovely. I know. All right. I, I think about it, it doesn't work, but yeah. All right. Well, so any messages for the New Year's? I'm sorry I interrupted you. What did you want to say? Um. They just keep saying love and don't like, we can all get really depressed about what's going on right now in the world. And they're saying that makes the world feel it even more. So what you can still just like, you can still be happy and grieve. You can still, still be happy during chaos. And by you loving and being grateful really helps the planet when you're grateful that's the quickest way to get receptors to receive what you're grateful for and like you know when it comes to new year's resolutions make a life resolution that you want to get healthy not lose weight because of you know this or that but because you don't want to be you want to have the best fighting chance against this disease so you can stay longer like rethink the way that you view New Year's resolutions, make them life resolutions, make them make them something that you can be consistent with um, and give yourself a break. You know, love yourself. We are such horrible critics of ourselves. Love yourself. You can still breathe where there's many people that don't. And as we laughed about 2021, I, you know, I'm predicting it's going to get better. It's going to be a little bit rough initially. It's not going to get better for a while, but you can get yourself better within it. You can get yourself better and you can, you know, send love. You know, I'm I'm sending strength and love to somebody that's fighting for her life right now in a hospital in London. And when when you do that, you get more in tune with the frequencies to receive it. And I definitely know that it works. Um Rich, I can't wait to do this another year. No, <laughs> <laughs> ah! oh, we can't wait to do it. So that's to sum it all up. Jennifer said, love, love, love. Lighten up a little bit. Lightening up helps you love easier, helps love to yeah. be able to be shared. It helps the planet better. 
We love you, Jennifer. Thank you for sharing your gift with us. And Joe, thanks for showing up and, and giving us all the entertaining and interesting and all the great films you've worked on. And dude, you know, keep helping people down here to keep go and tell Windsor McKay I said hello. I'd, I'd like to talk to him someday. He knows who I'm talking about. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you.